You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. Former Arkansas and Florida quarterback Felipe Franks will join us as he prepares for the next level, the NFL Draft. And we will go around the conference. We've got tidbits on some spring games, some uh, SEC teams starting up spring practice this week, and much, much more. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure and subscribe and follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. All right, we got a lot of stuff, so we're going to run through it as quickly as possible. LSU, they started up their spring practices after a 5-5 five and five season last year and a self-imposed postseason ban coming into this year. Lofty expectations for a bounce-back year. Coach O, speaking with the media yesterday, said, I know exactly what LSU's expectations are, and I invite them. Two years ago, we had the best football team in the world, but it seems like some people forgot that. But 5-5 five and five doesn't cut it. There's no excuse. We've got to be better. On the quarterback competition, Ogeron said Max Johnson is taking the first reps right now for the Tigers since he won the last two games of last season for LSU. But all the quarterbacks, including Miles Brennan and TJ Finley, are taking equal reps. Coach Hill calls it an open competition and said let the best man win. The defending national champion Alabama Crimson Tide, they're set to return to the practice field this week to begin the process of trying to repeat in the uh, college football playoff era. That's because spring practice begins this Friday for the Tide with the conclusion of spring set to take place on April 17th in Bryant-Denny Stadium with the 2021 A-Day spring game. At this time, Alabama is planning to host fans for that spring game, but details have yet to be finalized. Greg Byrne has said... The plan is to host fans for the spring game with 20 to 25% capacity at Bryant-Denny. If you're unaware, Florida and Kentucky have already both announced they will not hold a spring game this spring, but they are the only two SEC teams that have made that decision at this time. Meanwhile, South Carolina, they are set to begin spring practice this Saturday with their Garnet and Black spring game coming up on April 24th in William Bryce Stadium. And at Mississippi State, they will start their spring practice this week as well on Thursday with their spring game on April 17th. Recruiting news, the Alabama Crimson Tide, they picked up a commitment from five-star running back Emmanuel Henderson over the weekend. He's a six-foot-one, 185 185-pound running back from Hartford, Alabama. He picked the Tide over the likes of Auburn, Georgia, and others. During an appearance on the Paul Feinbaum show yesterday, SEC Network analyst Roman Harper was asked what teams are the biggest challengers for Alabama in the SEC West this year, Roman Harper said, I got to go with Alabama or Arkansas or Ole Miss. He said Ole Miss because they have Matt Corral coming back, who's going to be able to throw six touchdowns against anybody. He said he might throw you four picks too, but the guy is much watched, must watch TV along with Lane Kiffin calling the plays. Ole Miss is always going to be a scary team. It's just about if they can get some defensive stops. Meanwhile, Arkansas, he said, is another team who can make leaps and bounds over last year. Can K.J. Jefferson be that quarterback that they want him to be? They return one of the best DBs in the SEC. Jalen Catalan at safety. Also some good wide receivers, he said. Leaves Arkansas at Ole Miss, the biggest challengers to Alabama in the West this year. 
Meanwhile, details have emerged on Brian Harson's contract over at Auburn. His first year salary will be $5 million and is set to increase $100,000 each year after that. Harson is under a six-year deal signed through the 2026 season. Over at Texas A&M, they are set to begin their spring practice this week, but they will likely do so without DeMond Demas, who will be facing some form of punishment as the redshirt freshman receiver was arrested in College Station on Tuesday. Demas was arrested for possession of fewer than two ounces of marijuana. News of his arrest was reported in the Houston newspaper. According to the sheriff's office, Demas had already been released after posting a $2,000 bond. He signed with AM after being ranked as the nation's number three receiver in the 2020 recruiting cycle. He appeared in three games last year, but the Aggie has yet to register any stats for the team. Meanwhile, three Tennessee football players were suspended indefinitely by the school after being arrested on drug charges in connection with an incident last week at a campus resident hall. Second-year linebacker Martavius French and incoming recruits Aaron Willis and Isaac Washington were among the five people arrested on charges of simple possession and unlawful drug paraphernalia. According to a school notice, a Stokely Hall resident was assaulted by one man while three to four other males entered the residence and went to another room in the apartment where it was believed they took items belonging to the victim. French is a native of Memphis, did not play for Tennessee last season. Willis, a linebacker from the Baltimore area, he is an ESPN 300 recruit in the 2021 class. And Washington is a defensive lineman from North Carolina. Another Tennessee student who's not an athlete was arrested along with an unnamed juvenile. Tennessee released a statement on Friday saying the school is aware of the incident and the players have all been suspended indefinitely from team activities. Over at Mississippi State, Mike Leach just added to his Mississippi State coaching staff with a well-known name from Mississippi, former Southern Miss head coach Jay Hobson. He's been hired by Leach just in time for spring practice in Starkville. He will serve as a defensive analyst for the Bulldogs this season. In Kentucky football on Tuesday, a junior wide receiver reportedly entered the NCAA transfer portal. Former three-star wide receiver Bryce Oliver has entered the portal. We'll explore his options before the 2021 season. In two years with the Cats, Oliver recorded eight catches for 125 yards and a touchdown. Kentucky did pick up a commitment over the weekend from cornerback Andre Stewart, a three-star cornerback from the state of Georgia. So... Who's a receiver, but gain a DB moving forward for Kentucky. Over on the uh, hoop side of things for Kentucky, on Tuesday, their big man, Isaiah Jackson, his dad revealed that his son will at least go through the 2021 NBA draft process. Doesn't mean Jackson is officially leaving, but if he gets the right draft grade, he will likely turn pro. And based on the way he played down the stretch for the Wildcats, could be a lottery pick. Played in 25 games, started 18 of them, averaged over eight points, six rebounds, and two blocks per game. And one more basketball note. Penn State uh, transfer guard Myron Jones has heard from several schools, including a couple of SEC ones, Ole Miss, Georgia, and Texas A&M. Ever since he answer, entered the transfer portal, Jones led Penn State in scoring this year with over 15 points a game. So it sounds like Myron Jones will end up in the SEC. And lastly, Brandon Marcello uh, appeared on Sirius XM radio yesterday morning with Peter Burns and was talking about Georgia and Florida. And he said the quote, 
The gap between Georgia and Florida this upcoming year in football is as big as it has been since Kirby arrived in Athens. If Florida could just close the recruiting gap just a bit, Dan Mullen can win a national title there. He's that good of a coach. But uh, I think, uh, obviously, this year sets up very well for Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs. Obviously, with JT Daniels back and a lot of pieces back, this is the year for Georgia. If they don't get it done, they may never get it done over there. And that is around the conference. Coming up next, our conversation with Felipe Franks, the former Florida Gator and Arkansas quarterback. Looking forward to talking with him as he prepares for the NFL draft. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Listen up, guys. Uh, Blue Chew, they have these tablets that combat all forms of ED. They can help you gain that extra confidence for when it is time to perform, and it is an online prescription service. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It'll ship right to your door in a discreet package. The process is very simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com right now, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part is it is done all online. BlueChew's tablets are made in the U.S. Sildenafil and Tadalafil, all the tablets that they offer are chewable. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it is time to perform, you need to visit BlueChew.com. Dot com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal just for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use the Locked On at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. And that's BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. We've been telling you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is, of course, the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate covered on all of the bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is their Built Bar Madness, and today's matchup is an interesting one. It is the Coconut Puff, which is one of the more popular ones, taking on the winner of the Orange Peanut Butter matchup from the first round. So we're into the Sweet 16. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now, you can uh, vote on who you think is the best. And I think the Coconut Puff is probably going to win this one out. But you can decide which... Uh, one is the winner. You can go to their Twitter account right now at bar underscore built, and you can uh, find the link to get in on the action. It is up at builtbar.com. You remember, use our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off your next order. LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Hey, we're covering everything you need to know about the SEC, but what about the rest of sports? You can check out Locked On Today, hosted by Peter Bukowski. All the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Real excited to catch up with this guy, one of the guys who was uh, been a name around the SEC for several years, been a star name who started his career at uh, at Florida, of course, was a uh, 
originally committed to LSU for a while, ended up at Florida, had a long career there, and then finished up at Arkansas this past year. And uh, now he's on to the next level, preparing himself, getting ready for the NFL draft. And he is the one and only Felipe Franks. He joins us now. Hey, Felipe, how are you, man? I'm great. I'm great, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Felipe, as I mentioned, man, you had such a long journey. Uh, Originally committed to LSU for a year. You end up at Florida. You have a solid career there as a starter. Of course, suffer a devastating injury in that Kentucky game two years ago. Then you end up this past year at Arkansas. You talk a little bit about your uh, college journey across the uh, the SEC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I mean, like you said, man, uh, you know, it just kind of goes from being at Florida, breaking my leg, um, and then just having the opportunity to go to Arkansas. Coach Pittman and those guys, um, I mean, I see it as a blessing. I mean, I think obviously everything is, is what you kind of make it. And, uh, I mean, I just kind of seen it as an opportunity, obviously, it's hard to see that when it when it first happens, but then just being able to be optimistic um, and having a strong mental mindset, man, just to be able to kind of go through that six seven months of, of rehab, uh, have the surgery, and, and get back on my feet, and then just not only that, getting through the mental barrier of getting hit again, and then all that kind of stuff. So it was challenging, but you know, it just taught me more about myself than anything. Uh, you know, just about humility, taking myself out the spotlight, kind of learning how to be a leader you know, outside of being in the spotlight. Um, and so it, it helped me improve my game um, on all different types of, you know, all different types of levels. So it was awesome for me. Um, I know people don't look at it that way, but it's kind of how I've seen it. It was a blessing, and it helped me become a better player in the long run. So You were one of the leaders of this Arkansas team this past year to come in your first year and be named one of the leaders of this club means you had to be well-respected. Just talk about being named – a team captain in your one season at Arkansas? Yeah, uh, no, I mean, it was a great honor. Um, you know, like you said, I mean, I, just only being there for nine months or so um, from when I first got there in February to when I left in in, uh, in December, uh, it was awesome. I mean, just I tried to just be myself every day. Um, like I said, I didn't know anybody when I went to Arkansas and then left with a lifetime of full of friends and, and relationships that I built. Uh, just being authentic, you know, I think just being a leader comes with so many different assets. Um, but I think just the number one, just always being authentic, just being yourself, never trying to be somebody who you aren't. And so, you know, one of the guys who know that, um, me just being a genuine guy who loves to work, uh, who loves to win at the end of the day, anything I do, and uh, and just being the ultimate competitor, you know, and just bringing not only just being you, um, you know, doing those things, but just bringing people along with you. And uh, that's what it was all about for me. Um, I wanted to help the program. I wanted to help Coach Pittman and all that in every way that I could. And so I think that's where it starts. Uh, and I was, you know, more than blessed to be able to be named a team captain to hold those guys accountable, and and those guys hold me accountable. So it was an awesome opportunity for me. Fully, Ben, what was that coaching staff like? I know Sam Pittman uh, came over from Georgia and kind of took Arkansas by storm. I mean, this guy, you know, great recruiter coming in with his positive attitude and turning things around, but also assembling a great staff with, you know, Barry Odom coming in to run the defense and then Kendall Bryles running the offense. What was it like with uh, – uh, coach Bryles as the OC, and and of course Sam Pittman as the head coach there at Arkansas. Oh man, that was awesome! Um, just the the, the camaraderie, uh, to be able to, to collab with those guys on a day to day basis, uh, and then just me at the same time picking those guys as mine. I mean, they've been doing it at the highest of levels for however long. Uh, but Coach Pittman brought in a great staff. That was one of the reasons I went. You know, with Coach Odom leading the defense, like you said, and Coach Coach Bryles going with the offense. Um, but just the attention to detail on a day-to-day basis, 
you know, just uh, just being able to know what Coach Bros is thinking in every situation throughout a game. Um, that that's big on me, and uh, I think I think that's what you know kind of helped us be successful. Coach Bros got everybody on the same page, you know, week in and week out, and uh, and it's just the intensity he he brings to practice, the intensity he brings to the game, um, and then what, what I love the most is competitiveness. You know, the will to win on a day-to-day basis, not just on Saturdays, but, hey, we need to win the seven-on-seven period. We need to win, you know, this team period. Um, and then, you know, me and his, I think, just competitive mindset. We just always try to surround ourselves with a, a greatness type of mindset. So it was awesome to play for Coach Browse, um, one of the most competitive guys I know. Uh, and he brought guys with him, not just him. He brought the players with him, and he knew how to do that on a day-to-day basis. So I respect Coach Browse for that, and I loved every bit of playing for him. More with Felipe Franks right after this. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know football is over, college basketball in full swing. Bet online has access to everything. They got award shows, TV shows, reality TV, but best of all, they got the NCAA tournament. I know all you guys are filling out your brackets and getting ready to do your bracket pools and all that, but guess what? The minute you lose one of your final four teams, you're done, so rip that bracket up. It's over. At betonline.ag, they got you covered with all the news, odds, and scores that you could want. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. I'm talking get in on all the games on Friday. Do some parlays. Put some games together where if you lose, it's not the end of the world. You just go on and you bet on the next game. Head to their website right now at uh, betonline.ag, and you can sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It is BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you use our promo code LOCKEDON when you sign up. You will get 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. It's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get ready for the NFL Draft. Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sakema and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guests, mock drafts right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Continuing our conversation with Felipe Franks. Are you getting that chip on your shoulder leading up to the draft with all the talk of all the guys supposed to go in the first round? Do you look at that, you know, like the Trevor Lawrence's, the Justin Fields and all that, and kind of approach it with a chip on your shoulder when you're talking to some of these these NFL teams? Yeah, no, I think just the chip on my shoulder has been there um, in my whole life. You know, I don't think it stops. A lot of people, I guess, a lot of guys, it kind of stops when, you, when you're highly touted or, you know, you become, you know, you, you go to, you win 10 games or whatever. I think just always having a constant chip on your shoulder. I want to be the best, you know, and until – I'm the best. I think that chip remains. And I think even when you are the best, the chip has to remain. And so uh, that's just kind of how I approach it. That's how me and my brother approached it our whole lives. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm not, you know, worried about what the outsiders say. You know, I know my ability. You know, I know what I bring to the table. And at the end of the day, you know, just being able to go out there and perform on a day-to-day basis, consistency at the quarterback position. So, uh, you know, that's kind of the way I approach it. And uh, not too much worried about what, what the outsiders say, but just controlling what I can control. So, Felipe, I know uh, Jim Nagy down at the, the Senior Bowl raved about your arm strength uh, that week being there. What was that experience like being around some of the best of the best? We know how, how high profile the Senior Bowl has become with getting some of the best talent around the country and, and how a lot of those guys go on and succeed at the next level. What was your uh, Senior Bowl week like? It was awesome. Um, like you said, man, just being surrounded with like the best players in the country, that's what you want. 
Um, I wanted to go to the Arkansas SEC West, their main plan in the best conference, um, well, against the best competition. So that was something that I wanted. Uh, it was awesome for me. The Senior Bowl was, you know, Mr. Mr. Jim does a great job down there with the whole staff. And, uh, and it was an awesome opportunity for me to just go be around the best players, be around some NFL coaches. And, uh, and man, it helped me out tremendously going out there, being a part of a pro-style offense, uh, all those different things. I think it just helped me. You know, just keep on preparing myself for the next level. Just keep preparing myself as much exposure and opportunities I can get, you know, to be around some of the best is, you know, I'll take it. So, Mr. Jim does a great job at, at the Senior Bowl of creating a, a great atmosphere. So, it was awesome. All right, Felipe, what is this I heard that you're you're quite the artist and you like drawing dogs? What What is that all about? <laughs> Funny. No, I have my, uh, my dog. Um my baby. Um, no, I got my first guy to college. No, I, I like drawing. I mean, when I'm on my free time, I try to keep my mind stimulated um, at the same time, but keeping it relaxed, man, just doing little things to always kind of just, you know, work on composure. I mean, just little things. It sounds funny, but I think it's something so little, you know, turning little rocks into big rocks. So, yeah, I love to draw. I love to just keep my mind stimulated. Uh, I like drawing dog pictures, man. It sounds kind of corny, but I love doing it, and uh, especially with my dog. That's my boy. How did you manage having a dog with, with everything going on in college? I, I I always hear guys have dogs like you got football practice, you got class, you got everything. You have time to take care of a dog too. <laughs> That's funny. No, uh, it definitely was challenging, but at the same time, man, me and my dog are attached, man. Uh, like I said, wherever he goes, wherever I go, he goes. Um, it was a challenge, man, getting him. I was out in California, and, and, I, and I had to fly him to back to, to Florida. or and, and so, that, I mean, it cost a pretty penny. Um, but just, I mean, just, you know, it's, it's all about sacrifices. That's my, that's my guy. What breed is he? What breed? He's a greyhound mix with a pit. Beautiful. Last thing, thing, Felipe, you guys were, I I know y'all were going to a bowl game and and then what, with COVID and all the issues last minute, you find out the game's not happening. How disappointing was that for you guys? And, you know, some of the seniors who've been fighting hard on some, through some rough years and, Getting to go to a bowl game and then you find out last minute it, it, it got pulled, the the plug got pulled. That had to be pretty disappointing for you guys. Yeah, I mean it's always disappointing when you can't play a game, but at the same time, I think just the precautions and obviously within the pandemic, you understand because people's you know safety and health is is far and first most important. So, um, and you know, and I, I definitely take it with a you know on both sides. My uncle passed away from COVID um, earlier in the year, and so you know just always. You know, seeing both sides of the spectrum. But at the same time, man, like you said, it was disappointing because uh, I thought we had a great game plan. Uh, Coach Browse, Coach Pittman, we all were excited. And Coach Odom. And so, uh, you know, it was it was, it was going to be fun, and especially for the seniors going out with the bowl game um, and, and hopefully with a bowl game win. So it was definitely disappointing. But at the same time, man, I see the bigger picture. And, uh, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, man, we wanted to go out there and ball. But, but you know, that's the way God planned it. Great stuff, man. Thanks a lot, Felipe. We'll be uh, watching your career, and uh, th- thanks for uh, coming on with us. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me again, and it was awesome talking with you, and uh, and appreciate it. All right, that again, Felipe Franks, uh, formerly uh, Florida Gator and Arkansas Razorback, and now he is on to the next level, and we'll root him on and hope he ends up uh, with, a, with an NFL team that uh, he can – uh, have a great long NFL career with, and uh, we wish him the best of luck. Really, really great guy, and appreciate him taking some time to talk with us here on Locked On SEC. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. Appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow 
Got to get into a little bit more previewing this weekend of March Madness. The action going on with six SEC teams in there. Get into uh, previewing a little bit more on these matchups. Anybody on upset alert in round one? Not thinking Arkansas or Alabama, but possibly LSU playing the Bonnies. Could Mizzou pull the upset of Oklahoma in the 8-9 matchup? Florida Gators. Should they be worried about Virginia Tech? It's a 7-10 seed. So a lot to discuss. We'll get into all of it throughout the week here on Locked on SEC. Talk to you guys tomorrow.